0: From a supposed future binge listener This would be quite the last three episodes
1: (laughs) Um, I want to meet future binge listener This is Beers with
2: House Threats, beers, and also Welcome or welcome back we
0: will just right into it, huh? Yeah, There oh,
3: we go. <laughs>
0: <around>. <laughs> <laughs> no, are you
2: guys ready? No, none of it. <laughs> Tearing this band-aid off. It's been a minute. Hope you all are feeling... Joel's tequila tells me he's feeling up to this it. Bottle, Welcome to is, Tequila with Dallas. This bottle is yeah. bigger
1: than my head. It's huge. Somebody gave me two bottles or three bottles of tequila as my going away present.
0: It Did, looks like they gave you three bottles in one bottle. Is, Did
2: Joel find the bad mic? Huge. No, is it, is it okay?
0: No, so you, you. it's been a while that we've... Joel has the husky voice. Um, <laughs> is, that yeah. the te- is that the tequila voice? <laughs> the
3: tequila
0: voice. Joel
2: has the husky All
1: voice.
2: All right, I'm done with this. Let's do this. <clears throat> uh, well, like I said, welcome or welcome back, believe it or not. This is Beers with Talos, episode 113. Today is December 9th, 2021. That means it's the last episode of the year. That means... Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, y'all.
0: And all that other stuff. All that yeah. other good stuff that happens this time of well, year.
2: Well, I mean, by the time this comes out, probably Happy MLK Day. Maybe Groundhog probably. We don't Happy know. Valentine's we don't know yet.
0: No, oh, ah.
3: It's always are, Groundhog Day.
0: Are we going to sell out the new editor or are we just going to let people keep blaming you?
2: Ooh, oh, oh good no, question. no. We're blaming Mitch. Now, hold on. Don't, hold on, don't hold offload on, this to somebody on. else. Mitch loves the editor blame game. Yes, he does. The salty tears bring him much, much, much joy. So I think we just leave it the way it is right now.
0: Okay. We won't tell them that there's an editor that's not you.
2: I get it. I know the rules. And so do I. I I got it. All right. We're going to start today off the same way we start off every episode. Most of the time. We're going to go around the table. And, well, did you suddenly have a crisis of faith there in the middle of your <laughs> Well, history? I know. I don't know. <laughs> Joel looks really excited about this and that makes me nervous AF. I'm not gonna lie.
1: I'm just gonna show this one more time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Man, the YouTube viewers are getting an eye right. they, yeah, they are. Uh, the Holy YouTube u-
3: viewers love this, love you know. This was, all so that was all, all a lot. the downloads on the YouTube. That was a
2: lot. That was yep. a lot. I mean, Joel's shirt alone today is worth the prime premium membership. Cost a lot uh, I you know, was told that
1: This shirt is Watermelon colored
2: Watermelon That's what colored. I was
1: told I'm just telling you What I was told From my designer people mm. This shirt Maybe is Maybe tomato
3: watermelon. I think it's tomato I was I mean, going with tomato I was going with tomato Yeah but Matt. Watermelon shouldn't be Not the color No <laughs> Watermelon <laughs> Should
2: be not a color I, I, I appreciate yeah, It's not you. a color It's a crawl yeah, No I appreciate Matt you. you're up first Me? Yes what All right, let me tell
0: day? you. So I was gonna do uh, actually, bitch. I was gonna do a dramatic reading of that Reddit <laughs> post you sent the other day because mm. I thought that was amazing. That
2: is great. But I'm
0: not. We'll save that. We'll do that next time, maybe. Um, I gotta tell you about my Thanksgiving. Um, went to the in laws for Thanksgiving. Um, mm-hmm. and this was I'm trying to think. This was is was
1: is this was in a this mid, Was this in a Midwest state? I'm sorry.
0: This is in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay, okay. And it's important. That's a good – I should Thank set the scene you. because okay. this is in rural Pennsylvania. Okay. Rural. I mean, not, not the most rural place, rural. but it's in a, t- in a town surrounded by rural. rural. Um, the um, My wife's family, generally conservative in nature, um, I would say. But um, the
1: greatest of people. Just –
0: yeah, no, exactly. As yeah. I was going to say. Just like those good people that, that are they're out in that part of the world. Um, but um, our, we're sitting around the table. We're having a discussion. I'm not paying attention, which is not surprising. I have phased out. Um, and I phase in, and they're talking about their new vis- business venture that my sister-in-law, who is a big fan of this show. uh I, And had asked I'm about the YouTube channel. Yep. Um, and so, uh, she is discussing how she wants to sell catnip, uh, Ooh, you know, on the internet. And so I'm like, and, and they're discussing it. I'm, I'm kind of sitting there kind of catching up with the conversation, figuring out where they are. And they're in the early kind of venture design sure. kind of stage sure. of things, <laughs> where, where everything's in play. Yeah. All the possibilities yeah. are in front of them. Um we're recruit, and I'm like we're Look, I can
1: marketers. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. So and
0: I'm like I can help you but you have to understand and you guys know me. Marketers. hold on. Marketers. Don't, don't get ahead of me. Don't get ahead of me. <laughs> so I can help you but I can only help you the way I know how. So you might be uncomfortable with my suggestions. And they're like, "No, we want your suggestions." I'm like, "Okay." So they're they're looking at putting catnip in socks. That they 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 they're buying, but I was thinking knitting at the time. I'm like, can you hmm? knit a sock that looks like a bag of pot? And they're like no yeah. yes, but it's then I got corrected, they crochet not knit. Yeah. Which, I don't know yeah. the difference, but it was important. So they're crochet, and I'm like, because people on the internet will pay double for catnip that looks like drugs. Yep like a hundred like 100%. that is just a hundred percent internet fact and, uh, and they're like research point and they're laughing they're laughing and they start talking back and forth I'm like no i'm not i'm not kidding hold on and so i get like i no, somebody's done this like this is not that kind of idea that no one's so i find um weedkitty.com, i think and so i'm like see i i'm not making this up so they have this uh this catnip that looks like various marijuana products um and so it's out of california and so uh i'm like see i'm not making this up and so they're 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 really getting into it they're back and forth and they're laughing and so to explain to you how how conservative and down to earth kathy is she's laughing but she says we can't do this they won't let me check the children in at church if they know that I'm selling,
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> if I'm yeah, selling think,
0: uh-huh. catnip as cat marijuana. And so it the, the conversation continues. And I think, okay, this conversation has peaked. But my wife has not chimed in yet. So so Joel knows my wife. Um, she, well, is mean, yeah, she is funny. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: She is quieter than I am. Um, she doesn't seek to dominate the space in the way that I do. Yes. It's just because um, she
1: doesn't have any time to talk. No, that's not true. Talking. No, 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 that's not true. Yeah, that's not true. <laughs>
0: See, I didn't. I didn't make it up. That's it. Yeah. So, so um, they're going back and forth, trying to figure out a name for their supposed company. My uh, my wife just goes at, at, at the appropriate long conversation. She goes, "Pussy pot." And
1: oh um, God wow. your wife that came sounds up with like this. You, wife so my wife God said damn. that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. So the room explodes. Yeah. Back and forth. There are younger um, components of my my in-laws yeah. um, who are savvy. And so long story short, my brother-in-law now owns pussypot.com. Uh-huh. And I don't know if they're actually going to get the thing off the ground. It doesn't matter but when I left. It doesn't matter. It's they, funny. they had all the ideas in place. Yeah. The
3: fact that domain. domain was open.
0: How <laughs> I know, did I was nobody surprised.
3: take that domain See, before? Liz knows what's
2: up. Well, they have now. Liz knows what's up. Yeah,
3: <laughs> absolutely.
2: That is amazing. Like that is absolutely amazing. It was available, and yeah, uh, Weed Kitty, whatever, you're out. Pussy pod is in.
3: See, but. I also pick up on something else when you go, hey, I can't check in kids at church. That means she has church friends. It's a perfect opportunity to turn this into an MLM and get all her friends to start selling the pussy pots. And then you can just like have bake sales for pussy pots at church. It can just go wild.
2: How do you bake kitty treats though?
1: I don't know, but I like where Liz's head's at. I like where, you yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah like, that's enterprising. That is enterprising. She already has her channels mapped out. I 100%. I think that she has been thinking Total about channel this. All all. Channels are important.
0: Yeah. Having a partner-driven model is yeah. probable. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Listen, you bring three cats, they bring three cats, and then all this... <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> ugly cats, yeah.
2: Joel, what's on your mind what, today? What? Bernie Madoff who? Never heard <laughs> of it. <him>. What's happening? <laughs> He's not even a cat. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? ah uh, Top of mind today, Joel. Top of mind. Before we jump into heavier things in the show, let's bury the
1: lead. Today? Let's bury the lead right off the bat, because that's in true Joel fashion. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is my last. This is my last podcast. That's not. That's burying not burying the lead. The lead. You idiot. The lead. No, it's way up
0: front. Burying the lead would literally be not talking <laughs> no. about this it. This is the opposite. Oh,
1: okay. Is that how this works? You're literally leading the lead. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, listen.
2: Quick editor's note, Joel had in fact grabbed the bad mic, but it gets better. Uh, That ringing you just heard was Joel's phone, and uh, that call jacked the audio going to his computer, so when he comes back from the call, he is recording on his onboard mic. I've I've pieced it together as best I can. (laughs) As best I can. <laughs> while I have you here, sorry about that whole episode 113, 114 confusion. vlog for j happened in the meantime while I was getting this one fixed up. We'll get that straightened out next time. Anyway, enjoy. Go. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well, apparently the podcast
1: stopped returning way.
0: <coughs> you know, Apple technology Petros failing you in this moment is All right. exactly well, perfect.
1: Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Good luck, just Mitch. Take I, one out. I sincerely apologize. Hold on. Hon- honestly, hold
0: on. Hold on. Oh, no, 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 nope. no, 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 no. You nope. start where you explain. All that's going in. That part's in. <laughs> <laughs> the whole very thing. Printed. That's your legacy at this point. <laughs> okay. Start recording good again. Good luck, Mitch, on editing this.
1: <laughs> yeah. There we go. Can you? Are we good? Are we good now? Okay, we're good.
0: do Not not us. We. You. <coughs> we are we all fine. No We've been fine.
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> the whole time. I appreciate all of you, 100%. Um, no, somebody just called me on my phone. So that did the thing where AirPods switched between my laptop and my phone. And, uh, you know, where it tries to switch to, like, the most prominent audio source or whatever the hell. And so, anyway. Um. No. uh, So here we are. Are we sure we're uh, recording? Take three. Okay. Yeah. We're good. We're. I'm. I'm good. I'm good to go.
2: Um. So you just said you're leaving. Go for it. So anyway. Go ahead, Mitch. No, we're still on you. Like I. I don't even know what. (laughs) You haven't done your thing yet. You know what? No. 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 no, This is
0: your. This is your legacy. This is fine.
1: no, No. 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 I'm transitioning. So personally speaking. Uh, in character, I will stick with, uh, I'll stick with a theater rant. Okay. Okay. Um, first of all, I am in right, right now I am in between West Side Story, uh, which is, you know, dramatic and, and deep and it's, it's for kids. It's West Side Story, the school edition, and we're having a good time doing West Side Story. And the next show that we are doing is Rent. And it's not rent the school edition; it's full on rent the
2: whole whole thing. Oh, I was so, I was I was hoping
0: well, it was rent the school edition where it was no
2: no no. I personally prefer well, the school edition the unedited, Yeah, you have to save yeah. the ski lodge from
0: not being able to make the rent, <laughs> and if you have to in order to I do that, like you, to have to, you have to do you have no, to win. you, you to win the ski competition to yeah. get the five thousand dollars to pay off the last of the mortgage. Now, that's otherwise the they lose the whatever. lodge.
1: Um, no, I, I'm in between um, – I, I, we're finishing up West Side Story this weekend, and we're, like, midway in production of, of Rent, which will be in February. And so uh, I'm super excited about the cast that's in it. I'm super excited about the story it tells. I'm super excited about just, just the set, the musical, the director, like, everything that I've, I'm involved with uh, this particular uh, musical. Um, and it, like, it's to the point where, like, I feel like I can retire. As a producer, after this show, like it's that good, um, I don't think I'll ever
2: talk. And about what a gift it is! That's where I'm at. It, it is the gift that some may say keeps on giving. At giving
3: for for nine thousand five hundred sixty-five. Blah blah blah. Americans, oh, no, let oh, good yeah, Five hundred sixty-five thousand yeah. six
1: hundred.
3: So it, it, it is not known to everybody, but I actually in one of my many many. Pick degrees. Uh, I have a degree in theater. (laughs) I have a a BFA in directing. I actually started off working in the theater world and then decided I hated theater people. So that is why I (laughs) no longer work in the theater world. And I think a lot of the reason I hate it is because everyone sings. Red everywhere they go. So, <laughs> <laughs> Red's a staple. It's a staple. You're right.
1: It's a staple. Right, hold, I, I,
0: I insist that we just take a break. Just a minute, a minute here. I told you Liz belonged on this podcast. <laughs> Holy that shit. Wrong. I
2: didn't even know it until right now. And now it's just been like, know. I'm so glad Liz is here. And now I'm just like, bam! <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, there were CDs and stuff, but I think that's pretty much a, a good segue to mine. It, well, this, this is now a uh, theater with Dallas. Good luck. Go ahead. Yeah. So I was supposed to actually go see a Broadway show last night. I was supposed to go see Moulin Rouge. So, but I, I taught myself a very important lesson. Don't buy tickets to things when you're shit faced. <laughs> so, you bought the wrong night, didn't you? <laughs> okay. I totally did. So Sunday, oh, I, had to, yeah. I had to preface this, that Sunday I spent all day, um, at a hardcore show. It was Vinny stigma's birthday. For those of you who know anything about hardcore, um, he is one of the founding, the only original member of agnostic front that's still out there. Um, so it was his birthday. My friend was DJing. I was in New York City, uh, so I spent all day uh, drinking with New York kids. And then we actually went from that show to another show, and I went and saw uh, Hub City Stompers, who are one of my favorite New York ska bands. So I had a day, and then I was like, "Yes, I'm going to buy a ticket to Moulin Rouge." And so last night, I leave my Airbnb, I truck down, I stop at like a bar that's by there, I have a beer and some real shitty nachos, and like they were like the like. The nacho, like it was, they were enjoyable. Like they were, like the.
0: You said city weird there when you said city nachos. That like, no, sh- no <laughs> shitty, shitty
3: nachos. Shitty nachos. <laughs> I, I have eaten shitty nachos. 100%. Um, but yeah, it was like that you know the cheese in the can, which is you know Ooh, that you yeah. get in a movie theater. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Did yeah, you yeah. got to oh, add so the cool. jalapeno juice, juice too? Yeah, to yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, so I, like, chow down on that thinking, I'm going to go to this, go see this thing, and then afterwards I'll go get a nice dinner, but, like, this will tide me over. So then I, I march down to the street, and I go through all the lines, do the vax card, the card, you know, like, go through the 9,000, give them a blood test, and, like, cough into something, like, they do a, a COVID swipe. And then, you know, show my ticket, and it's like, meh, 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 and then, like, I kept trying, and it was like, it's your thing, and then I was like, oh. That's that's next Wednesday. So then I had to figure out what I was going to do. Oh, <laughs> this is my last yeah. night in New York, and this was going to be the plan. Like, do that, go home, then leave. But so instead – I just ended up, like, walking through Midtown and reminding myself why I don't, like, don't live in New York City anymore. Because all the tourists are out for, like, the Rockefeller tree and stuff. And I realized, like, you know, the time I really like walking through New York is at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning when nobody is there. And, yeah, and according to my friends, it's no longer safe to do that, which is also maybe kind of sad. But, yeah. Um. Yeah, but I mean, New York. It was always it's always good to visit places you lived, and especially lived as a youth, and then watch how everything got destroyed by uh by greed and money as, as you go in. <laughs> well,
2: that's like that's literally the theme to like every New York hardcore album ever. One and B, <laughs> I think sounds like a fantastic night. Like other than missing your show, but gave you a great story for another day. Two two things. Mm-hmm.
0: One. Liz has joined us because Craig left, mm-hmm. and two, in the last four minutes, Liz has <laughs> injected more culture into this podcast than Craig did in the first hundred Nate <laughs> that oh, he was true. on.
2: <laughs> well, that's <I guess> na- <laughs> now it depends. Like, I, I, do you count barbecue as culture? Okay, okay. See that—that that was gonna be my question. You know, know exactly where right? I was going with that.
1: Good point. You
0: Good know exactly talking where we're going. about brisket with
2: that. a lot. A lot of brisket. Yep. Okay. Now, don't get her he, started. He, she is in Texas now, so she is contractually yeah. obligated to like go on a ten minute rant now that you mentioned it. <laughs> yeah.
3: My brother yeah. is a caterer and uh yeah, he is friends with like they yeah, barbecue. If if you want the barbecue and honestly, I can yeah, I can I can do, do that of, too. Yeah.
2: There's more podcasts. Uh, I did want do. to say now, in, in line with everybody's theater stories and, and doing shows and holiday things, I do have a, a great uh date coming up. My wife is pretty much the best. Uh, and scheduled a evening with us uh, for us to have dinner at one of my favorite places, right on the River, here where we live, and then take the, yeah, the taxi show? down to catch Trans Siberian Orchestra's Tampa Christmas show. And that is going to be fun. I've never seen them play live, and I actually recently found out they're actually based out of Tampa. Like this is where huh. they're, like the producer that started. They're not out four. of Siberia. No, and no, they're not across no. Siberia so, in any way, shape, or form either. Which so is, what
3: does the name mean?
2: Well, I mean, I guess you got to <laughs> go to the show to find out. I have, I have no idea. I think we should just jump right into uh, handing it back over to Joel <laughs> to, to go back and unbury our lead and talk about what we're doing Oh, gonna no, no. Today. I
1: think I hand this to Matt, and then Matt starts it off.
0: Ladies and gentlemen. Joel is leaving the building. <laughs> there we
1: go. <laughs>
0: First off, if you've made it this far in the show, I have no idea what your experience has been like up to this point as a listener of the fully edited version of this. It's been a goddamn nightmare as far as recording <laughs> is concerned. So yes. if you got here, good job, bitch, on the editing. <laughs> good job, listener, for sticking it through. Um, so obviously, uh, Joel's leaving. Um, so if I remember the order correctly... It was Craig left, Liz got here. Now Joel's leaving. No, Nigel, Nigel left for it. Nigel oh, I did time, in like but that was the last a year three ago. episodes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay. The last. So, three. so okay. it's been from from a from a listener or from a from a supposed future binge listener. This will be quite the last <laughs> three episodes.
1: <laughs> um, I want to meet future binge listener. Yeah. I want to meet that guy. So,
2: um. Hello, dear future it, like, binge listener. Like, Let us please exactly. recap what's happened the last few episodes. Sorry. We have we,
0: uh, we have honestly pre-production meetings where we talk about like what we're going to talk about, and like honestly, the only thing that I could think of um, to talk about was like the fact that people leave, and like how do you as um, from different perspectives, how do you prep for that, uh, and how do you prepare for that, and so um, for me at least. I like guess one of the things that I actually talk to my employees about. So when um when they're like, I want to do career planning or I wanna to talk to you about my future, um, can I get this training? Can we do this or can I try this? I'm like, Well, you know, it's at some point in the conversation, I'll usually say something like, you know, it's really unlikely that you're gonna retire at Cisco. Right? And right. so and that's not that's not a knock against Cisco. That's just that's how life is. People don't generally like like we have a fairly young workforce in, in on average, at Talos, yep. and so it's unlikely that any one of them um, is going to end up retiring a Cisco employee. Um, we'd love it if they did, um, but but they're good. So, you know, sometimes they're going to leave, and so part of what what I want to build is that when they go out and they're like, "I used to work for Talos." I want them to be astonishing when they arrive at their new employer. I want the new employer to be like, well, I need a high, the talus people do know what they're talking about. And they, 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 they are skilled and they do have depth and security and they, they are technically proficient. Like I want to prep them with kind of bad encounter in mind. Um, and I want the prep, the employee, I want to find a way to combine what we need as an organization with where the employee wants to go. Um, One of the hardest lessons, you know, and I I was just talking to a relatively new manager um, about this recently. I'm like, the person that you're talking to isn't you. Your experience and your desires and how you came up in your background can inform that conversation, but that person is doesn't have those things. They have a different set of those things in each of those categories. And so, what you need to do is you need to find out, you know, where do they want to go, and and people are like so i have almost 40 employees now um people are crazy like as like humans are are crazy as a species like every one of them has like their own desires and their own needs and the things they want to do and they sometimes you can kind of guess oh this guy is this sort of person and he wants to you know so this is his direction or, or she's really good at this thing so she's going to want to take this training and no like it always surprises me like like you have to take time and talk to your employees and be like where do you want to go and how do I combine what I need you to do and, and keep you interested in staying around by making sure you get where you need to go? Um, and just managing that trajectory, you know, and when they exit, um, hopefully they exit in a way where they're like, hey, I'm you know, I hate leaving. And I've, I've had a lot of those conversations, um, um, but here is, you know, this person may be good for it or I, I know this person's looking for a job or, or whatever else because they ultimately become, for, for better or worse – ambassadors of your organization right right and so um you kind of have to manage exiting not just in the obvious sense where like i'm going to have a gap in my capability potentially because i had this person leave but also that person's going to be free of any obligation to say nice things about you unless they want to um and so you're going to want to have to have them take that experience with them in a positive way
3: Well, I mean, also our world is the security world itself too, not just, you know, the world in general, but, but it's inevitably, you know, they're going to be asking about what it was like to work there. You know, I constantly get calls from friends being like, Hey, so-and-so used to work at Talos, you know, or they used to work at Mandiant. What do you think about them? And it's not like, you know, interview questions. It's just other, you know, people who are going to be working with them in their company. And it's like, oh, this guy got brought in as a manager. What's he going to be like to work for? So all those things are going to create your reputation down the road.
0: I mean, Joel, is the person who's leaving, what's your, what's your exit experience like?
1: Uh, it's so surreal. Um, well, let be, you've been it's here for a while. Passwords.
2: Like this isn't just like I'm leaving a two year job or a one year job. Right?
1: <clears throat> yeah, no, I've been here for 16 years. Um, I'm one of the, one of the, the oldest people, uh, oldest, I'll say oldest, uh, seniority wise within, within Telos, um, I've worked with Matt probably the longest, um, on this particular podcast with Wachinski, for I mean, I, I, I was working with Wachinski for before I came to work for Sourcefire at all. Back in two thousand and five, I was working with him. So, um, but yeah, it's true. I'm I'm. Uh, this is this is the day before my last day. Um, and I'm, I'm leaving to, to join another company. Uh, And, um, it's a little surreal in that I've spent enough of my life, uh, within this company to get a driver's license, right? Like, (laughs) you know, it's 16 years. Um, and I, I am excited for the things that we've built over the years. I'm excited for the things that you guys will continue to build. I'm excited for the relationships that we have formed together. Um, And I'm excited for the, for the possibilities that lay ahead uh, before me. So I, you know, it's, it's a little weird to, to leave a job that I've had for almost half my life, but um, you know, I mean, you know, it, it, it's weird to leave, a, especially the brand, right? The Telos brand. Like it's 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 weird to leave a brand that I helped build, um, and uh, it, it's it's just it's strange. It, I don't think there's any other word that I can use to describe it other than strange or weird. Um, I'm excited for where you guys are going to go. I've seen a lot of the changes that have taken place, even within the last couple of weeks. Right with with new teams joining Talos and things like that, and, and, and new teams that are going to join Talos, and possibilities that we are going to we're going to see within Cisco of making that ecosystem even stronger. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for where Talos is going to go. I'm excited for where this product line is going to go. And um, I'm just uh, uh, it's bittersweet for me to 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 hang up this hat and put on a different hat. Um. Um, but I'm excited about the about the road that lies before.
0: But Liz, on the on the IR side, Liz, like how do you guys you know, handle kind of attrition or or change in well? And, stuff?
3: and I think there, you know, there's kind of two ways to look at the IR side of attrition. Because there are consultants, IR consultants, who do what we do at Talos, right, who are responding to other people's incidents. And then there's also those who are embedded within internal places, right? I think you have different turnover issues with both of them. Because the rate for burnout within our industry is is yeah. so big and it's is high yeah and i think that leads Absolutely. to you know i mean most of my friends stay you know who are you know in ir do not stay at companies for 16 years you know w- between two to five years you know there's generally usually some kind of shift to somewhere else they go start a new company they go work for somebody else um possibly because you know we are always in demand you're always getting you know offers from somebody and so if your grass isn't completely green and somebody over here is showing you something new, shiny and sexy, then it's like, Oh, okay, maybe I'm going to do better over there. And I think we kind of get into that mindset within IR that you just not, we don't anticipate that somebody is really going to be there that long. So when, you know, you really do find the people who stick it out with your place and they become like the core people and they're the ones who really kind of create the foundation. But
0: how do you like, like, so I, I, I'm, I'm kind of interested in this because um, so I have an emergency services background. Um, how do you deal with or how do you work with your with your folks to kind of shield them from the grindy aspect of another ER, another ER, another ER? Phone calls, late nights, long weekends. Like I know you guys cycle a lot. Like, like, kind of, how do you, how do you look to protect your employees from that?
3: Uh, really, you know, one is that cycling, right? So the on call rotation, you know, we try to make that so nobody is gonna be, you're not gonna be on call like every two weeks. Um, we've had moments though where you know you could see where the the length of time image for incident commanders. I think we were on call every three weeks, and it was just completely unsustainable, right? So. You know, there's the idea of, like, employee morale and keeping things interesting, right? So, like, right now I'm trying to shift people into more leadership roles within our organization so they have more say in what they're creating and what they're doing so i think that gives you so beyond just responding to doing forensics you've got to have something else and granted there are going to be those guys who all they want mm-hmm. to do is just download an image and just tear through it and they want to do that 24 yeah. 7 and those are the unicorns and they you know they're great but you know but we're humans right you can't do one thing all the time especially with me with my i have the attention you know deficit of a cat so i need to have like many things like going on to keep my brain going but um so that's one thing is like really making sure people have a stake in their company i think that's really important um and that socialization, which has been really hard since since COVID, like I'm not gonna lie, like trying to figure out, like you know, we brought in, you know, we've lost people, not like to to COVID, but uh, we lost, you know, people, you know, we people have left the company during this time when we brought new people in. Really? So trying to deal with that, how do you meet a new employee? you don't actually, like, I've got a number of people on my team that some of them I've only, you know, seen, I've barely even seen over WebEx, you know, I've seen like a little picture somewhere like on uh, WebEx Teams dot. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's so and so. And I think they live in EMEA because we don't get you don't I, get that same kind of like interaction, yeah. you know, unless you're like on the same engagement team, like those relationships are really easy to build because you're fighting a fire together, right? But you are it's still not the same as grabbing a beer or dinner or something else with your team and really getting, you know, that force built together. Uh, so, and we keep trying to have a new thing, you know, we're doing like trip, we're doing a trivia thing where everybody like joins in, but I, yeah, I mean, Frank, you know, we're all sick of seeing each other over video, so... No, I mean,
1: that's the thing with remote working is like your work can get done, right? Like you will still be productive, in my opinion. Like you will still be productive. The culture is is what is lost. It's the sitting in the same room. It's the drinking together. Or even if you don't drink, it's the having fun. It's the laughing. It's the sharing of the experience that you that you lose and and that's, that's
3: yeah i mean going to pit races think, with people you know that makes that yeah. makes a thing <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah.
0: races is good. or the uh, what i love well, is the is the i'm in you know this may sound counterintuitive but like i love when like i've got my head down on something and i look up you know in my office and like joel's in the doorway like unexpected joel time you know or you yeah, know yeah, just yeah. like yeah. you know hey the, joel needed a break and he came over here let's See what silly things on Jules' mind. Like I miss those kind of things too, because because there's not that yeah. spontaneity to kind of the, right. the video right. stuff where you're just like, "Hey, video with me," because I need a break. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, no, it's like some of my favorite times in VRT and Intello's. Uh, you know, as a as a as a sequel to VRT is like me. Mm-hmm. God and uh, matt don't be mad at me for saying this, but like some of my some of my like favorite times is like me and Matt and like a couple other people just being ridiculous in the office and just like just having fun and like when, and I know that this conversation is rather kind of circled around attrition and people leaving the office, and how do you compensate for that and things like that but like i the to me, this is also a culture conversation. Oh, very much is. And I mean, so, contingency plans, succession
2: yeah. plans and the officer are, are usually based around, like, how do we keep the work? You know, how do we keep the lights on? Procedure. How, do we get the, how does right. the work get done? Right. You know, if this person isn't here, who does that job and, and who fills their role right. and all that? But you're right. A big piece of how everybody works, of how we work, how each of us work here in Talos, is based around the culture of that. And every time you remove... Culture is built on people, is predicated on people and those people like and how they what they bring to work and how they bring themselves to work. When you remove those people, especially people who have been there for a long time, there's there's parts and pieces of that culture that they're lost and the 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 culture has to kind of coalesce and evolve and grow past that in some way. Or you've just lost a, a piece of the soul of the company, right, or a piece of the group. Yeah. like like, the culture like, I I, I like that we got to culture. Right.
0: Um, and so, you know, I I do think, I do think that you, you lose a little bit of that with the remote, um, stuff for sure. Um, you know, there's, you know, and none of them, I don't think any of them listen to the podcast, but there's a group, uh, that Ryan Pitney kind of runs, uh, called the worst boys, uh, (laughs) inside of, of, yeah, right. Yeah. And so, and they're so funny, like, like they've, uh, um, they're all on, on, on my team. Um, you know, they kind of hang out together. They, they have this whole office stick. Like it came out of my office one day and like, they're all doing planks. And I'm like, why are we doing planks? And they're like, because the wheel said so. And I look over and they had built this like spinny wheel with yeah, like all kinds exactly. of And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And, like one of the things on there is like, you know, Get Liebenberg a French fry or something like it's just like oh and, and again it's to Joel's point it's like it's Sillious. the ridiculousness yeah, of it. Yeah. But like I'll never forget that moment, you know, and I'll I, I treasure those guys and they're being weird, you know. I think they they think that I hate it, right? Because uh, they they kind of go around and you know they'll give. Don't tell them. Yeah, they don't give. I don't. They don't listen to this. <laughs> they, they, they you know they take my uh you know they, they go to my boss Matt and they they give them stickers and stuff and they're like you know only hates it put it somewhere. You know, and I'm happy to. I'll be that guy. I'll be the manager that hates the thing if it drives sure. your your sure. your enjoyment of the culture. Um, the culture, yeah. but but you know, but I, I you know that and and, and Ryan, you know, to you know, I don't, I don't think I think I even talk about this. You know, I think Ryan, who's the manager that that they kind of over that group, um, had a, had to change how he managed people um, because. You know, I don't think I don't think you would ever write a classical management style guide where you're like, well, what you do is you get a whole bunch of people together, you get a bunch of jackets, they worse boys, and you act like a crazy yeah. pack of idiots yeah. at work, and that's how you build right. culture. But like, that's what he built. Like that team um, is responsible for you know a lot of the safety that the internet enjoys in terms of the protections that 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 Talos provides. Um, they are outstanding to a person. Um, and so, uh, he's been highly effective that, but, but the, in, in that mansion style is he can't do that over video the same way. Um, and so, yeah, I think, I think there has been, there has been some changes there, uh, in terms of like how, how you have to approach people. And, and it's hard, you know, he's very, you know, he's a very, uh, um, emotionally connected leader like he really like like he understands his people at a level that i think most managers never have the capacity to understand um and that makes him an incredible leader in my mind um the way he uses that and it just is a challenge for him to do it that way in the in the remote stuff so um he's he's done an outstanding job in terms of like revising how all that happens uh remotely but i know that he yep. he enjoys every chance that he gets to to be in person with those folks as we continue towards reopening
1: yeah and i i mean it's things like that are an interesting cultural study for me as going into a new company and building a new team of which none of which will be in the office initially yeah. yep. right and so like i'm going into building a new team of which i expect everyone to be remote Um, And this will be a multi-talented team. It'll be marketing. It'll be threat detection. It'll be a bunch of different things, but none of which will be in the office that have never had that core connection of being in the office to begin with and then transitioning to a hybrid workforce. I will be starting from a hybrid workforce and working the way backwards. So it's going to be an interesting transition. It
2: definitely will be. And, I mean, with those transitions, I mean, when, Joel, you going out and taking a new opportunity or when somebody yeah. leaves your team and creates a, a space to add a new team member, like, we'd be remiss if we only took the viewpoint of looking at it from what happens in the negative space, right? Right. What it right. generates is also an opportunity. So, Joel, you have an opportunity to, to grow and to learn new things in this new role. And, and when we lose somebody on a team, that gives us an opportunity to slot somebody else in who can have new and different impact to evolve that culture right. further. You
1: have to let it grow. And when grow. You, you slot somebody else in, that
2: gives grow. a new yeah. – exactly. It gives space for new plants to grow, a new thing to take root, and a new aspect yep. of that culture um, to change.
3: Mitch, you, you know, as much as I tease you about being Mary Sunshine and like, oh, there's opportunity when somebody leaves. I mean, it's very stressful. Right. But you're right. It is. It does give us that chance. But I think, you know, kind of from the IR side too, what can be frustrating is that we spend a lot of time and investment training people, you know, and working, like, especially we bring in someone who is like a junior analyst. Um, and I've seen, you know, I've seen this, you know, as, you know, basically creating feeder schools for other companies that, you know, they want to go work for, you know, so.
2: But we have we, we have covered a lot of ground today in at least Four or five fingers of tequila and that handle of Joel's. So I think it's time we start. Dude, t-
1: this is a huge yeah, bottle. It is. Look at the size of this compared to my face. Like
2: uh, to be clear to listeners, it's a full bottle.
0: <laughs> 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 Just in case you have wondering for the, some reason. There's
1: one step. There's one step bottle bigger than this, and that's the uh, the wine uh, bottle handle? at a. At a uh, No, no, no. It's the wine
3: bottle at a... Magnum. You know what I'm talking about? That's a handle. Yeah, it's a gallon. Yeah. Well, I do want to know, like, if your face, though, is just measurement for everything now, like, everything is just in comparison to the size of Joel's face. I don't have a banana, Liz. (laughs) I
1: don't have a banana. I'm sorry.
2: So let's go around the table and wrap today up. Everybody have... Joel? Why don't you... Do you, do you want to go first or last on the closing shots and parting thoughts today? Uh,
1: hey, you've been in charge of this since the beginning. You dictate, buddy.
2: We're going to wrap up with you then. Matt, you're first. Parting shot, closing okay. thought. I
0: think, as a present to listeners, we should teach the listeners what the road trip iron rules are. So, okay. I present to you, uh, according to photography on reddit the road trip (laughs) iron rules and as he says this is canon this is canon there are four roles i will describe each of them for you the driver the leader calls the shots especially if it's their car gets first pick for what song or station is listened to don't kick the back of their seat don't with them when they are Uh in the captain's chair lead singer Uh if chosen has the responsibility of listening to the team on issues regarding bathroom pit stops and food. The co-pilot, Main Support, provides backup vocals and is the one that navigates the music on behalf of the captain. Peacekeeper, if necessary, for those around in the back, provides the essential service of reading freeway signs such as 45 miles till, despite the fact, Google Maps is open right in front of them and the driver. If the captain says something like, Stop around it is your job to follow up with come on guys <laughs> first seat in the back the vanguard designated snack distributor needs to keep an eye out for his homies in case they get caught lacking and need the sinzu bean treatment have trail mix and drugs on lock at any given moment must be high as shit this is mandatory, allows you to have better snack senses for when you can tell if your boys are hungry. Probably the one that is going to have to goof off and get reined in by the top brass, but that is just you testing the power structure to make sure it's still there. Points out random shit on the road no one cares about. Like, hey, look, cows. Right after we pass, the cows. Second seat, <laughs> in the back, the wild card. The
2: wild card Nobody is Nobody knows
0: yeah. why you were here. You don't even know why you are here. You just kind of know these guys and kind of ride with them to the same festival last minute because one of their sisters bought your friend's ticket or some shit. You are a maverick meant to come in clutch at any given moment, such as if someone cuts themselves and you just have a band-aid in your pocket or some random shit. I have a bandage. This <laughs> right. yep. builds trust. Or you may piss your pants like 10 minutes after leaving the Red Stop. That's the nature of the wild card. No one knows. No one ever knows. You may burn in a blaze of glory, or you may be one of the boys by weekend's end. And those are the road trip iron rules.
1: I'm 100% behind. This is canon. 110%. This is the rules. Matt. What? Question. Question. Out of all the people that you and I have worked with in three years, Four
2: people in the yes. car. Go. <laughs> what's, what's the intent? What's the oh, you, you, you have to seat four no, no, people. You no. have to arrange the car based on people you've worked people. with.
1: Yeah, me, me and you, four people we've worked with.
2: So you Go. and Joel and two more people is what he's asking.
0: Yeah. All right, so we talked
1: about... Oh, that's, that, thank you, Mitch. Yeah, good.
2: Okay. Me well, We,
0: me and we you. talked about Pentney earlier. And uh-huh. I would put him in the co-pilot seat because he is an excellent judge of when to allow the goofing off to go and when to rein it in, right? I think that's I'll one of the, one that? of his great skills as a manager. So is he shotgun? Yeah, I think he that? needs to be well, shotgun well, well, co-pilot, right. main
2: support. Yeah.
0: Okay, who's driving? Um not me. <laughs> not me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm liking where playing. this leaves us. Let's see uh-huh. who is driving. Amy is driving. Because we, we, that seems, that seems unflappable. Like, like, you know, if, if, if the person in the back happens to like, you know, launch a trisket or something up front and it hits her in the Uh head, she's not going to lose it. She will maintain, so, no, we are driving right now. I will kill Olney later. That is the, what we'll what go What you
1: just end. said is that it's Amy and Petney in the front yep. seat and me and you in oh,
0: the 100%. Back. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. really, okay. if it's me and you in the back, there's no van card. It's just two wild cards.
1: Well, hell no, it's awesome.
2: <laughs> See, I don't think Amy would put up with that shit in her car. I'm just being honest. She would not do two wild <laughs> hey, cards. Right. That is like, you're, you're going right. to right. get lucky to get one wild right. card into Amy's car.
0: Look, if Amy knows I need the four of you to go from point A to point B, first, she's going to drive because she won't let anybody else. No. And then that is how she will set it up. She'll be like, you two idiots in the back. Ryan, you keep them no. under control. I will get us to wherever we're going.
1: Also, uh, so two things. Number one, uh, Amy is the most logical of, of a lot of us here in Telos. Number two, um, if you're going on a road trip and you happen to have a chance to stop by Walgreens, Okay, the drugstore, Walgreens. I see you raising your eyebrows. I'm,
0: I'm excited to see where we're going.
1: Yeah, Walgreens Trail Mix at Walgreens. Okay, and it has peanut butter chunks in it.
3: Oh, it's got the Reese's pieces in on it. On
1: this, like, not yeah, trust me on this, you will not regret it. Walgreens Trail Mix beats all other trail mix hands. Mm. Damn.
2: Listen, listen. That's a hard I get in. my trail mix from Whole Foods, which is effectively the mecca of granola. Nope. So, like, let's. Nope. I'm sorry, sir. Sorry, sir. No, this is like, no, nah, eh. And there's like 10 See, different I would be kinds scared if I'm at Whole Foods and a... I want
0: snacks, <laughs> it's no good because it's all healthy crap. I want the least healthy trail mix I can find. You're you not going to find peanut
2: butter chocolate. That knows where i Yeah. No. That knows where no, i No, I so know. Healthy point snacks, of snacks in the car. No. Oh, not not really? oh, not for the road trip. The road trip requires Cheez-Its and combos, full stop.
0: Oh yeah, road trip. You're eating like sour skittles and crap. Like, yeah, it is just. Yeah. That's yeah. why when you stop at the sheets or whatever strange nice. like that's specialized gas Buc- yeah, so I know it's a very regional. Oh, have, have,
2: have you experienced the right? buggies yet? There you but go. you Buc- go Buc-y in there. A Walmart that's that's of not. gas stations. Nine hundred pumps.
0: But when you go in there, you see candy that you would not see in another store.
1: Right. You go to it's, a Walmart. If you Japan. go to an actual Walmart.
0: Yeah. None of those strange ass candies are there because those candies are just for driving. Those are driving yeah. candies. Right. Yeah. Right.
3: I agree. Right.
2: <laughs> I agree. Yep. Right. I agree. yep.
3: yep. Well, yeah. Yep. Well, yeah. And, and from cookies, you, even know know you the the get these are. Are Nuggets. Yeah. Yeah. So I and I will I will close Liz. That. How about
2: you? Parting shot. Yeah. Closing thought. Parting
3: shot, and I'm just gonna go because I have things to comment on that. So I'm gonna make them my parting shot. Um, so there so adding to the road rules. Boys okay. in the back of the car are not allowed sharp objects. So it's one of my good New York memory going from New York to Boston. And of course the guy friends stopped in Chinatown and said, let's buy swords. So they <laughs> yeah, like, like, like guys out. do. They're like, yes, I would like to buy yeah. some swords. Oh, so no, they, Only, only, only is already
2: objects. banned from carrying swords <laughs> in many places.
3: <laughs> yep. True. So, so, We're driving to Boston. The boys are in the backseat. They lasted 15 minutes before we pulled the car over and put the swords in the trunk. Because men cannot have things that are like swords or sticks or other things and not hit each other. So just pretty much nothing that can be used to hit each other in the backseat of that car. And that'll be that. That'll be my parting shot. Come at me, Chuck. All right.
2: Do you know why I used to...
3: (laughs) Do you know why... (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, I
2: love it. Joel parting shot closing thought have at it buddy
1: you know um, I have enjoyed every single moment of, of working here it has taught me here's the thing when you look in retrospect when you're managing or when you're not managing people and you're like wow this is terrible or wow this is really great the things that you take away from those things are are lessons learned forward right how would i do things the same how would i do things differently um is the is is the moral of my story is everything that you learn is a lesson for going forward and um if you're not learning something from the situation that you're in or the situation that you're experiencing you're doing it wrong and so make sure that you look at any situation it doesn't matter personal professional look at any situation that you're dealing with as a way of moving forward and as a way of progressing uh, the ecosystem or the culture or the or, or you know any way that you're moving forward and, and adapt that to your lifestyle or your life and and and, and make sure that you're doing good things because it's just, like I said, anything that anything, everything that I've learned from even from like the shenanigans that Aldi and I would get to get into over the years of being at bars or being at the office or being at a club, um, like there's many a times and there's photos that exist of me sitting on Aldi's lap in a club. Like these are things that you learn about culture, about teamwork, about team building. And those are intangible assets that you cannot replicate. So take away something from every single moment of working at any uh, environment.
2: Thank you all for joining us today. Thank you, Joel, for joining us for, if you can believe it, 113 installments of this podcast. That seems kind of crazy.
1: That That is super crazy. Super crazy. I love all of you. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for the people that I've been on this podcast with. I appreciate you very much. I love all of you. You know that.
2: Thank you, Joel. We are going to miss you. And we know you're not going to be too, too far away. A, you're still going to be on the Twitter not machine. Terrible. At Joel <laughs> That's true. We'll still have you. And you'll still be close by. And I mean, you know, we're going to a friendly company. We've, we've, we're all, we'll have we're we all all still be chatting and, and know where yeah, everybody is.
1: About 25 minutes. Literally five minutes down the road. Yeah. Down
2: the <laughs> road. Exactly. Yeah. Um I don't know we don't we won't go too far into it today but uh for the time being we're we're not going to fill Joel's chair. Like that's going to be something that we're going to kind of rotate around and and find some fun people to
0: come I mean, in and talk with
2: us and hang out.
0: What and, we're saying is we're leaving space for the wild card. Right.
3: We're leaving the space wild card. For the wild,
1: wild card. card. Yeah, absolutely. Who's the backseat driver? That's what I want to know. But though
0: we don't no, that's no, my we don't job. put up with backseat drivers. That's what <laughs> Mitch is for. Mitch Mitch definitely drives
2: this
3: night. He the navigator.
2: That's right. That's right. As we head into the holiday season, of course, we'll be taking some time off. But as soon as we get back, we have some recording sessions scheduled. And we're looking forward to bringing you new content in the new year. I feel like I'm contractually obligated to say that as a uh, podcast host. You know?
3: Smash the like button.
2: Ring that bell. Smash that like button. New content in the new year. Share like 100
1: episodes. We brought Nigel back, and I think at 200 episodes, if you have the graciousness to invite Nigel and Craig and myself back, at 200 we're episodes, we're not inviting
3: you back. Uh, uh, no, let me and this is my <laughs> turn. <to ask. laughs> I didn't <laughs> ask
1: you, I didn't ask you, Liz. I was asking Mitch <laughs> I don't know. I'm afraid of Liz.
2: She goes to cooler <laughs> hardcore shows than I do. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Every other holiday that you're going to be celebrating between now and when we talk to you again, we hope it was joyous. And until next time, be safe and we'll see you soon. I don't know what we got.
0: Love you, Joe. Cheers. Cheers.
2: Cheers.
1: Say the thing. Say the thing. Come at me, Chuck. There we go. There <laughs> we go. Uh, that's where it's at.